Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 59 for the 12th of October, 2007. How you doing, James? I'm all right, Ian. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. I'm back from a conference exhibition in hey. Berlin. I just go as far as London. Uh. Oh, save, save the planet. <laughs> but uh, and, very uh, good. But here we are. We're at, must be episode 59 by now. Back in together and for episode 59 indeed. And uh, lots of news. Loads of news. And it's quite an eventful sort of thing. Um, what do we talk about in this On The Couch podcast? We'll I mean, as if I couldn't remember. Entertainment, technology, news, uh-huh. stuff in the UK, stuff all over the world, content delivery, IPTV, mobile, gaming, and other stuff. Brilliant. And there's been all sorts of stuff. We got a prize this week as well. Um, we do. A How did t-shirt. You come across this prize? <laughs> ah. Um, well, it's not, well, it's a very exciting prize. Not, not a very exciting prize. It's very exciting. It's a... Is it grey? I think the t-shirt, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. gray, a grey t-shirt with a bright green like speech bubble on the front saying, nerd. Fantastic. Fantastic. So that's uh, that's available. If uh, we've got a little question coming up, I think in the um, content delivery news, I think someone might be able to find the the secret missing link there and tell us all about it. But um, I got the T-shirt at the Future of Web Applications, run by Carsonified, uh, in fact, last week now in mm-hmm. uh, in London. Um, very interesting for me. I'm not not really that familiar with people developing uh, websites, but all, a lot of uh, big names, people from sort of Facebook, Yahoo. Right. Um, all coming to London. A lot of Americans who'd never been to London, London before. Uh, it was quite amusing, but very, uh, very busy. Um, and people from like WordPress, obviously right. Adobe was there showing off Air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft was there showing off Silverlight. The guys in the middle were Sun going, oh, we've got this thing called JavaFX. That's good, you know. <laughs> but um, all sorts of stuff going on. Free Wi-Fi everywhere. Incredibly clogged. Blog people blogging like mad. Wow. Um, That's very intense. It was quite, it, and there were two speaker streams. I've actually had to buy the the speeches on a on a DVD, which hopefully I'll get when the postal strike in the UK is over. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But because uh, you just couldn't see everything, um, that was good talk. It was then. it was very good, and just learning how people set up websites, varying from people who were there who'd done it themselves mm-hmm. overnight and were doing stuff, and then we had like the heavy hitters like um, Kevin Rose and. Uh, the guys from Pounce, uh, Leah Culver, were there speaking about how they set up Dig, right? And that how would be the, cool. And you know the trial, the things they, what they wish they'd done and what they mm. did do, really kind of what how it had gone through. And um, also, I got to sit in on the live recording of the Dignation podcast. With, what was that um, like? It was mad. <laughs> it was mad. Um, there was like a lot of people there. There were. There were. I mean, the conference hall was pretty full during the day anyway. But there mm. were, you know, I think. I reckon there's probably nearly two thousand people there because they'd said open invite, Jeez. you know, geeks come along. Wow! And so, and I was with my iPhone. I was quite uh, <laughs> a geek print. magnet, you know. So that was that was quite amusing. But people had just got their iPod touches, right? As well, so we were, I was able to sort of have a look and confer, compare and contrast. But um, uh, there were quite a few things, and I met a few people who were developing apps for the iPod as well. Some guys oh, right. from Denmark, actually. Oh, it's quite very interesting. Cool. But it was generally very uh, very different from the kind of trade events. I mean, it sounds mm. like your one in Berlin was a bit of a... It was a broadcast IPTV the, thing. Uh, Broadband World Forum. Well, maybe you can save your 10-second summary of that for, <laughs> for later <laughs> a few on. Minutes. But, uh, yeah, the UK, um, it was great to see a, a number of UK kind of startups there. Maybe mm. I, I was listening to, um, I think, the Boag World podcast, if you've heard that one. 
or right. word.com mm-hmm. um which is about web design and right. they, they were there as well and they were saying oh you know it was the, the stands were quite busy but populated by companies which would probably be out of business in in six months <laughs> but they're saying you know anyone can do a web startup bootstrapping mm. it yourself mm. a few thousand dollars and you can get it going so that's all you need but then you just need the users so that's um, right how do you get that there are lots of uh, open source tools that are around there, so you don't right. have to go and buy off the shelf kind of stuff. You can use everything from um, uh, servers, everything. I mean, literally right. everything. You don't have to pay a penny for any of the tools. You just need to get busy with it. Um, so that's very interesting. Um, international. What's going on internationally? Uh, well, we have a very interesting story about network DVR, and we've covered this a few times mm. with... Uh, Cablevision in New York. Cablevision in uh, the US who have tried to put out a network DVR and then failed dismally because uh, the content providers have said, no, you need to pay us more money if you want to do that. Yeah. So has someone in Spain paid extra cash? Well, this is what I'm trying to work out. Or the service is called Past TV, which I think, you know, it could have been a little more... Positive about Maybe it sounds service. better in Spanish. Maybe it does. Maybe it sounds very cool. And allows viewers to watch most television shows from four of Spain's major channels for up to a week after they first air. Okay. You also get access to new episodes bef- a week before they, they air on television. So it's not just the past, but the future. Okay. So they've actually got deals with, it says four channels. This is Telefonica, right? This is the main. Right. Is this on the Imaginio service? Which is there, I think Telefonica's doing that in. All oh, right. Um, I think that's their IPTV thing in mm-hmm. um, in Spain. But uh, they're doing a standard PVR as well, right? Uh, yeah, they do have a normal PVR. But uh, in this case, yeah, they've done deals with four of the channels. So uh, it's not about, you know, they've actually negotiated that up front as opposed to just doing it and uh, waiting for everyone to mm-hmm. do them. So it's kind of you can buy the PVR or you can do the catch-up kind of stuff. I guess it's probably over cable right. then, is it? Uh, it must be over cable. Mm. Why is okay. it going to be struggling? Muy bien. Um, there you go. So watching and that's in November that's kicking off, isn't it? So uh, hmm. uh, I must admit I haven't looked at the iPlayer in the U- in the UK. That's the kind of catch up, but on a PC. Mm-hmm. Is this past TV thing on a set top box or is it on a? I had assumed it was on a set top box. Right. Um, yeah, a company yeah. issued set top box, so you won't have to yeah, look yeah. how to use a DVR. I mean, that is a set top box. Dope. Nice. <laughs> How's that work? Um, so that's a bit wacky. Um, content stuff has been shaken up a bit uh, mm. more, probably in the the music domain um, than uh, anything else with uh, Radiohead uh, is it In Rainbow or something or In Rainbow yes. In Rainbow's album um, which has uh, you can now go to inrainbow.com and you can uh, you can make a deal with <laughs> yeah, the right. guys from Radiohead I guess it's direct with Radiohead not through a label that's right I mean this is the whole point they've put their album up uh, for digital download and you can specify how much you want to pay for it yeah and restaurants like hippie restaurants have been doing that for a while right where you can sort of go to a restaurant and just like you pay me what you think it's worth right well uh, this is the first time a major band uh, even if you don't like them you've obviously heard of them uh, I've actually paid nothing for it <laughs> so I, you well, I mean, I've heard of I, I haven't you know if I'd got all their albums I might think hey this is worth it but I paid zero like zero pounds yeah I, I just thought well can I pay zero <laughs> is it going to work and sure enough zero pounds you know it prints out, print out the old invoice the whole thing zero pounds you know Ow. visa fees zero but you had to pay you know? <laughs> see I put ten pounds because I think that's yeah but if you paid reasonable. ten pence for it you'd have spent forty pence for a visa fee that's true uh, payment was it say visa or was it, it just payment well, MasterCard, so it was like a MasterCard, like a credit card fee yeah uh, so well, it kind of shows you if you'd bought one track, it would be the same fee, which shows you in things like iTunes yeah, and other true. stores. You know, the guys coining it in here are the uh, the Mastercard <laughs> yeah, and Visa in the world. Company. So, uh, 
But uh, one company, I don't remember the name of it, has put out a press release saying that they fully support this and they've uh, purchased a copy of the album for £1,000. So uh, they've made up a few games. All, <laughs> not I, should go and, I should go down to a few other free ones. But <laughs> I mean, the thing that got me actually, and I've got it on my, my iPod, um, on my iPhone, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get the album art. And because it's only released online, I can't. there is no album art. But isn't it part of the MP3s themselves? Didn't appear to be. Yeah. So there wasn't. No. So my, for that. my iPod wasn't going <laughs> it just says blank you know but uh, mm. so I'm sure maybe that will just heal itself but in the iTunes you can go and say get the album up didn't seem to do it is it no album oh, available right. so, um, I'm sure that and I haven't listened to it either but then that's I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> haven't really but this is the thing the value proposition if it's free you just yeah. can't be bothered if I'd if oh. I'd paid 10 quid for it like yourself I'd be really must get in there oh. have you been listening to it non-stop well I've just downloaded it so I haven't listened to it yet but I'm interested to see what the quality of it's like and yeah. Uh, you know, You've got golden musical mode. ears and stuff. You? So See what, because um, yeah, I mean, presumably they went to a studio, they recorded the album as they would normally do. I think it's a normal album. I don't think it's like yeah, a, no, just it's a cheapie they've done after no, the pub no, one. It's, it's the real deal. And then mm. just decided the and not we use a record label this time. Yeah. I wonder um, if that'll count on the download charts because it, presumably it's not going through an independent. Yeah, that's program. right. That's a good know. question. Might, but they have sent me like seven emails. Did you get the seven? It's really? like, thanks, because I registered before. Thanks for right. registering, and here's the email, and you'll get the oh, link, okay. and so don't worry, it's coming. And yeah, right. But I guess maybe that's the standard email, even if you paid money, because otherwise you might think it was some elaborate scam. <laughs> well, I was a bit worried, because <laughs> it started going to some you know, you website <laughs> where you had to pay for it. I mean, is this all legit? Maybe and it's all a bit grungy, their website, as well, isn't it? It is very grungy, but then maybe that's um, the whole thing. I also heard at uh, FOA, and this is the, the question for the, uh, for the um, T-shirt, Mm-hmm. is there's another website which is offering to do a kind of pay when it's popular service for musical downloads. So, what do you so mean basically by pay when it's popular. Well, if you early adopters of music, right, if you discover uh-huh. a band, you get yeah. it and they say you can download this for free. Right. And it's a bit like I think Brightcove does this for video where they do kind of revenue sharing. Okay. But basically anyone can if you've got the rights for your music, so you're an independent mm-hmm. artist or you've you're an indie label, you want to put it on this site, can't remember what it's called, it's called any any time or any live or something like that. Right. Um then the more people that get it, the price goes up. So it's like a reverse oh, bid. Right. So if, if people say, hey, this is really cool, you've got to go and get it, it and starts top, at zero and right. goes up in, right. you know, literally, when you've got 100,000 people, it's probably going to go up to 10 quid an album or something. Wow. That's um, a cool idea because that means, you know, that's something can get popular, but it's not until it's popular that... Yeah, that it actually they make money. So which is a kind yeah, of, which is kind of normal, really. But yeah, it's it like... <laughs> I mean, we've been giving away things for but free. But the marketing's so. not really there. It's more kind yeah. of just word of mouth and, I guess, social wow. networking Very sites, cool. things like that. So. so what's the question for the T-shirt? What is the name of this site? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know, or if you don't know... Yeah, you two can be a nerd. <laughs> send it to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com and win yourself a nerd T-shirt. Brilliant. So do let us know. I think it's any live or a- Amy live or something like that. Okay. That's a little tip. I'll be interested um, to know. So if I can find it before you, I get a t-shirt. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, so IPTV. Now, this was a bit of a... I wasn't sure whether this was UK news or mm, IPTV news. Both. Uh, but I'm quite excited. Now I've got my, my iPhone and it's kind of connected mm-hmm. um, connected gadget. Uh, is and, and I've seen this... I think I was in, uh, in Hungary um, earlier on in the year... And I, I found some of the, I think it's called, they call it the cloud or something, or FON, where basically your home router, you can run software on it, which is essentially a, a, one of these proxy servers, which if you're not authenticated, it will invite you to log in. 
and you can have an account and if you log in you can get free wi-fi access and there's kind of a revenue share thing where it's my home router that's being used but if yep. i can let other people come in or router you probably you, you, <laughs> I, you giggle every routers. time i call every time i say router but um and it, yeah. and uh so basically i can make money and yep. visitors get free wi-fi so yep. you keep it secure but i mean the, the alternative is you just take off all the uh you know the locks on the, on the thing as well, well i've so. done done a bit of research on this and uh Fon, I don't know why it's called Fon. It must be something like phone. I think it's a VoIP it. service, is it or something? I don't know. Yeah. Well, the way it works is you you buy a router, uh, a special magic wireless router, right? And uh, it's magic in that it has two SSIDs mm-hmm. associated with it. most uh, right. normal wireless routers. Just have one, you know, the name yep. of the network. Uh, this one has two: one for you and one for and form. one for public right. access. Okay. And you can also buy uh, antenna. Extenders, right? So you get bigger range. So the idea being, you know, you're living in an apartment block and it's uh, sitting over the top of a cafe downstairs. So you put your big, big magic antenna okay. on your window. Share and your bandwidth, but legally, because I mean, obviously, people who leave well, it unlocked anyway. Yeah, so it's not unlocked, but it's not locked either. So if but you're I'm a guessing here, BT British Telecom in the UK will just be doing a um, software upgrade to the existing wireless population. Presumably, they do it directly on their own routers. Yeah, so they've got. Uh, you know, and they ship pretty much a standard with BT Fusion, as it's called, those routers. So routers, routers, mm. whatever. So, and for people that are visitors that are not uh, FON members, they can mm. pay to access the yeah. access point, and you get 50% of the revenue from that, Right, which is not bad. Uh, but I'm sure this this must break every term of service in terms of anyone's internet access. You're not normally allowed well, to resell for, for your British own telecom, internet access. Because it's BT is doing. They're, well, they're, yeah, not they're for BT, yeah. But That's for true. general fun, you know, this is the <laughs> stuff I saw in Hungary was mm-hmm. some people had got that. And you could see, you know, a cloud of these open SSIDs, but you yeah. have to log in, you need mm-hmm. an account, it's credit card, click, 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 all this kind of stuff. And I think that's great um, because when, I mean, if I'm showing my, my iPhone to people, well, I've still got a few weeks before everyone gets them. <laughs> that's right. Um, if it's not connected, it's it is a limited device. Yes. Um, EPRS is not your friend. No, it does work, but it's just it's painfully slow. Yes. Um, and, and painfully expensive, I'm sure as well. So, um, so I think that's cool. I haven't actually looked at the website btfond.com. Have you had a butcher's at it? Uh, I've had a look at that. Uh, the other one is well, is a forward-looking statement. Presumably, this is like you know, it will be rolled out. Yes, if they you can fix, do fun right they now. They should like, fix the TV first. I think. <laughs> I think they should. Um, but I'm actually I'm pretty keen on joining Fon anyway, just for the fun of it, because yeah, it seems like it would. I think there are some other services in the US that do this kind of thing as well. Right. Um, one, one of my you know fundamental problems when I'm traveling is to get access to the internet by one means or another. And it's yeah. not only not normally as easy as you would hope. Like uh, the hotel I was staying in Berlin had uh, Ethernet jacks in all the rooms, but of course when you plug it in, the HTTP wasn't working, you couldn't get an IP mm. address, so you couldn't use internet access in the hall of the hotel, and you go to the reception. But the show oh, you were at must have had, like... Well, this is the irony about being that the Broadband World Forum is, in fact, that the uh, because of the way they'd done it uh, to get access to IP, you had to specify you, they had a particular IP address you had to use. There was no DHCP to try. Oh, right. It was because they charge you for everything. Uh, yeah. Is there, you know, it's like an extra chair or that'll yeah, be 150 exactly bucks. Right. Yeah. So it was not quite as easy. So we ended up, you know, surrounded by technology people that managed to dodge you something up so we could all share this internet oh, access. Brilliant. But it's not easy. So having something that was, you know, broadly available where you could yeah. just get the it for free. The alternative here fantastic. clearly is just opening up you don't make any money I suppose but you just That's the take all the yeah. stuff off your I mean I yeah. was visiting my, my dad down in the deepest darkest west country like middle of nowhere and he mm. had his he, he's from uh, he's on uh, Wanna Do the I think it's Orange isn't it yep, um, yep. 
and by default the root of a ship mm-hmm. router whatever yep. it's got like WPA web and physical security and uh, you have to positively get the MAC address in there as well right so it's like uh, and I mean, you have to track up a mountain to get to his house. (laughs) And I said, what are you worried about here? You know, if someone has to, they have to know something, they have to be somewhere and they have to use your computer, you know, we'll just leave it open because every time I go there, I've got some other gadget that needs to connect and it's like, how the hell am I supposed to do this? What's my Mac address and my iPhone? It's it's worse than that because then there's some spooky program which only works on the Windows machine to get it in. Anyway, so I'm I'm a big believer in just leaving it open. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, whenever you reconfigure or whatever, you don't have to type in the 36-digit hex string or whatever. It's ridiculous. Um, but <laughs> if I was to make some money, maybe I'd change my mind. So what was what was hot um, at the IPTV show? I mean, Juiced, we've got a bit of Juice news here. Juice has gone. I've got about six mails from Juiced in the last two weeks since I really? signed up for the, the beta saying, hey, you know, it's now private, not just friends and family, anyone can join. Um, they've announced that ITN, which is probably quite small but it's an independent news mm-hmm. uh, feed provider in the UK is giving them content um, they've got quite a few people sign up now on MTV BET do you want BET is it black entertainment television <laughs> Could we? You know I'm, guessing. I'm guessing Comedy Central uh, some movies from Paramount CBS CNN yeah. all sorts of stuff so I mean so the, why aren't we using it that's the question the question, the, the, the question was always about the content <laughs> I think that's on there as well. Yeah. Uh, the question's always been about the content. Everyone said, yeah, it's a cool kind of service, but, uh, you know, CNN... And it's a bit patchy as well, there isn't... I mean, maybe we're old-fashioned. The notion of the channel is quite... Yeah, but it's a bit more fluid than that, because you can kind of skip to the next program, even yeah, though exactly. you haven't watched... But there is a so. nominal playlist. Yeah, there is. A, it's, but you're yeah, right. It's more like a playlist than it is, yeah. uh, you know, you have to sit here and watch this and wait till the next thing starts. You can actually skip and move to the next mm-hmm. thing. That's kind of cool. So it has the idea of a channel, but not being restricted by it, which is... You know, what happens when obviously you use a, you know, a service like uh, Satellite, for example? You've know, you got to yeah, wait until yeah. the program starts. So this one, this one you don't. But you now maybe if it was expanded to maybe work on your iPhone, for example. Yeah, I was just your Apple TV. Uh, maybe I'll show you later. But there's Seekpod.com. I had looked at which is an iPhone interface for finding any is S E E Q P O D anything, uh-huh. any music. You can just play it. <laughs> I'm sure that's completely legitimate. Yeah, I, I don't know, it's, it seems to work though. Um, a nice iPhone interface as well. Very nice. Um, it's a web application. Um, so, so that's what, what was hot in Berlin though? I mean, IPTV, you were at the Nexus, the heart of it. Was well, it going off? There it, was, were... it was in fact the broadband world forum. So it was more uh, about broadband and connectivity and... Not and, much TV um, there. Microsoft had a secret booth somewhere, and yeah, it was, it was more. But it was more about um, you know Ethernet switches and caching routers and and all that sort of oh, stuff, and less about television. So um, yeah, there's not fun much times. Fun times yep. over in Berlin. Brilliante. Um, mobile. Um, quick update on my iPhone. I haven't upgraded to the version one point one point one. You haven't. But the hack, I believe, looking at the IRC chats just at three a.m. this morning when I woke up. <laughs> Looks like someone sorted it all out. Fantastic. So, so you can upgrade your iPhone and uh, almost unbrick it, or you can. <laughs> well, you have to. I think I've done so much stuff, which some of it's worked, some of it hasn't worked. I probably need to set it back to some kind of virgin state right. and then go forward. But and I think the forward. basically the firmware, and it looks like, and there's rumor rumor has it that Apple's coming out with a new version of firmware, even more recent than even 1. more recent 1. than 1.1.1 right. so it'll probably be a catch up kind of game but yeah. it looks like um, you know, the, the, some of the bug fixes version, 
they use an exploit in the browser. Yeah, in some exploit. graphic format. Yeah, uh, but I think that's a there's there's the there's lots of different there's like okay, so open there's, source guys and there's people right. selling a solution and uh-huh. one's good at the baseband firmware one's good at the phone stuff right. and together they've managed to sort it out but clearly it hasn't it hasn't taken very long since they released the last not month. that long but it's only got it, it hasn't just got bug fixes I think it might even have support for things like the there's the iPod radio you can plug in the bottom and the ne- oh, right. and the Nike runny thing I think that might be in there right. um, you can certainly do things like playback more audio formats and things in mails and websites and stuff so. It's a few Ooh. fixes. I'm keen to get it, but um, you're scared of turning and, and I know um, someone else actually who's who's bought a phone after I showed them. They said, "Oh, I'll get one of these from the states," but it already had 1.1.1 in it. Oh, really? So they couldn't couldn't unlock it for use over here. So <laughs> clearly, they're either moving very quickly through the supply chain, or yeah, absolutely. You know, the software's been out for a while. And I would imagine when it launches in the UK on the 9th of November, there might even be a new version of firmware because certainly. Yeah. It has to be. It'll be. Um, was it O2 specific or yes. is it Vodafone? It's O2. Yeah. O2, O2 specific, yeah. which is BT, I think, British Telecom, I believe. Well, BT spun yeah. off its mobile arm. Yeah, and so uh, got called O2 because I mean, certainly a lot of the, the mine is preset for America. Yes, um, but certainly the Google Maps app is starting to be fairly populated. You can say, you know, show me pubs in we were in Staines today. Pubs in Staines, and it would just pop up with all cool. the pins popping in around Staines, saying these are the pubs. Just click, click and dial. Um, lots of new apps on there. Third-party apps still coming out. Things like really, um, so they're still making them. Yeah, I mean, pounce things like that. Apple announced the uh, web apps. Um, a really cool thing you could look at, like a speaking phrase book. So you can just go. You just if you're as long as you're online, you can just go. You know, German um, pub ordering <laughs> beer, play, and it will just say you know, very <laughs> yeah, cool. and it just says ich bin ein beer bitter or whatever you know. Um, so that's cool. Um, Fantastic. That's very cool. Other mobile news, Nokia bought Navtech. I guess not that fresh, I suppose, but um, Navtech. Eight billion dollars for it. Eight billion? Eight billion dollars. Yush kebab. That's <laughs> a lot of cash. Oh, and that's and Navtech, for those of you who don't know, is supplying a lot of the smarts behind the um, some of the GPS mapping stuff. Yeah, so it's pretty much down to uh, two companies, of which TomTom has said they're going to buy the other one. Mm. Uh, so Nokia has said, well, we'll... We'll, uh, Has Tom Tom got enough cash to pay a billion? Are you sure? Yep, I don't believe yep. it. And that's why Nokia's share price took a fall through the floor uh, because everyone went, "You paid eight billion dollars for some maps? What are you thinking?" But mm. there you go. Uh, but Navtech does maps for Yahoo, does them for Google as well as Microsoft. It's made profit every quarter since going public three years ago. It has sales of half a. M- Half yeah. a billion dollars last year. So that's not too bad. So it's, it's in it's in my iPhone as times, well. Says, sixteen times revenue. Yeah. I mean, I think it's MapQuest is one as well. Right. But I mean, I guess if you look behind a lot of these direction things, they mm. all use their tech. Um, but you have got to keep in mind, uh, Nokia's revenue for last year was fifty-eight billion dollars. So for them, eight billion dollars is like, oh, huh. I dropped eight billion dollars. Uh, well, and they've got well the picking up. Yeah, and they've got eleven billion dollars of cash as well so yes. <laughs> it's not exactly they've got to spend it on something that's right and I mean and we've we have talked about ever since the beginning of the podcast about uh, location based services and what's what's good for mm. phones you know, mm. that's what a lot of people are using they say well I'm here what, what can I use exactly it becomes uh, becomes completely relevant to you where you are mm. that's right um, Tom Tom is buying Tele Atlas yes And how much are they looking to pay? A bit less? Uh, I don't know how much they are. Is that one of these things that kind of values people at a certain amount, doesn't it? I mean, it's... It does, um, yeah. Uh, Two billion euros they're paying for Mm. Tele Atlas. 
I reckon they got a bargain. <laughs> oh, other thing in mobile, um, rumours at the FOA thing that Google's going to come out with some OS maybe for a G phone, a G phone OS, maybe yeah. not so much a G phone, but a, an OS to compete right. with Symbian, uh, and I guess <laughs> Apple's OS X and Microsoft's Windows Mobile 6 or whatever it's called. And there's been so, um, much, so many rumours about yeah. Google and phones that you've got to imagine that some part of it is true. So. And they could do something. I mean... Um, and there are some I think, gecko browsers. So you know, stuff could be happening there. Keep keep your eyes open. Um, another wacky story that I just picked up on today was yeah, this, you, um, you got to tell me about this because I couldn't understand what they were talking about. Uh, it sounds like a company listed on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, which immediately mm. thinks, hmm. <laughs> 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 Having lived there, I know there's lots of people doing amazing press releases, and it's it's a real um, eye-catching thing. This one, this is surmising if I read this correctly mm. that you can send an, a picture you take on your phone right, as part of a call in to a live game show and you can texture map the picture of your face or whatever onto an avatar on this virtual game show so you can right. participate in the game oh, show by see, sending right. it from your phone cool. and this SMS Galaxy 2.0 um, extends the technology from pure broadcast television to allow online and mobile streaming formats with virtual 3D character face mapping. So it's a bit probably like, I guess, the gaming stuff where you can use your webcam on your Xbox 360 right, to I put see. your face on your avatar. I saw a funny, um, I saw a funny cartoon about that on Party Gaming actually, where someone had taken a, a picture of a rather sort of part of the body that isn't normally shown and texture mapped it onto the face of their character. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> opens up so many possibilities. It does. Yes. Um, I do like the fact that the company's called Artificial Life Incorporated. Um, yeah, I mean, my advice is probably don't buy shares in this company, but... Uh, <laughs> it's a personal recommendation and yes, <laughs> there's no legal basis whatsoever. Yeah, go out there. I mean, artificial life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Artificially inflated stock price, probably. That's a pretty bad <laughs> name for the name for it. Um, so that's SMS uh, Galaxy. Um, now, you, as both we great we um, users, oh, I haven't asked to turn on the Wii for a bit, um, not since I did the karaoke number. Um, <laughs> what's going on with Wii Fit? This is the exciting well, this game. Is, this is a bit more details. And uh, the, the, the idea behind Wii Fit is... Uh, I mean, I guess they got inspired by Wii Sports and, you know, lots of people mm. have done Wii Sports and boxing and reckon, Ooh, maybe you could do something more with this. It's a, It actually uses a pressure board that looks a bit like a uh, weight scales that you might weigh yourself on, mm. but it's flatter and uh, bigger. It looks like a tubby guy standing on the middle would snap it. <laughs> That's my worry, is that what if you jump up and down on it? They've got some breaking into super fit person standing on it, obviously right. doing yoga. In the picture uh, we can, can see, do, not good for the podcast, but... <laughs> but have a look at the links. Uh, so you can do yoga, you can do exercises. Um, the, there was another picture I saw of someone doing a hula hoop thing. So it obviously senses the pressure of your feet and then changes, uh, you know, the picture of the people on the TV doing mm-hmm. their thing. And, uh, and they said you can head footballs and you can do ski jumping. How that's going to work, I don't well, I know. But you both, it all involves changing the weight distribution on your, weight. On your yeah, feet, okay. doesn't it? Just lifting yeah. up and down, so... Yeah, I mean, they've um, been doing... I mean, considering uh, what they've done with the, you know, the Wiimote, uh, you know, you can imagine that combining all that together could be quite yeah. Well, and the other, again, another Wii story, which probably doesn't fit in with the credo I've heard about Nintendo, is um, Manhunt um, yep. is apparently coming out for the Wii, really? which is where you kill people with your bare hands <laughs> and with a nunchuck, and then it's like stabbing and, I don't know, garroting and all this kind of stuff, which That's is totally terrible. un-Nintendo. I'm not sure if yeah, this is really is. true. Because Manhunt has been banned again, but the other side of this is it's Rockstar, who are yes. clearly pregnant with 
Grand Theft Auto 7 <laughs> yes. or whatever is coming out. So <laughs> they're just trying to get some... And they're not... You know, Grand Theft Auto is not a you know, certificate 18 or this kind of stuff, which doesn't really fit in with... The whole know, Nintendo... You know, granddads and grandchildren playing Nintendo stuff. So uh, mm. so that's another bit of Wii news. I've, have you uh, seen any of the uh, the Halo stuff? I mean, I've seen a few people saying it's kind of okay, uh, yeah, it's all right. The multiplayer, four-player co-op is apparently quite good, but right. the actual game is just kind of like pretty good. And the Dignation podcast, I think uh, Alex Albright said, "Yeah, I just kind of, I've, I've done it already. I competed it. You must have had it for about two days." <laughs> and he said, "It's just you running through the bushes, and they're like bushes, and then you, oh my god, look at that building! You know, that's really amazingly rendered bushes. You know, and it's <laughs> right, kind of so yeah. some bits of it are good." Right. But it's not. I think the gameplay is, is the main thing. That's what people are. Apparently, like, it boosted the sales of the Xbox 360 for a couple of weeks there. Yeah, and uh, the other news, I guess, there is that the the Bungie group from Microsoft have kind of split out of Microsoft. Mm. They've gone. They've been, you know, and, and listening about that, maybe they've done that because uh, is that the company that made? Yeah, Halo? Bungie was independent, and they were actually doing. Um, they announced Halo for the Mac, in fact. Yeah, right. uh, and they done the a, and they did a game called uh, Marathon before that, which is very Halo-like. Right. I, I, I had Marathon actually for the Mac, and um, then Microsoft bought them. And Obviously, Halo went on, ice. went on ice, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's gone. But now they, I think they're saying they want to go and do other platforms. But right. clearly, it's like it's like Microsoft. We get Microsoft to do lots for Mac, but they're saying we want to do a Wii game. We want to do, mm. we want to take the brand mm. elsewhere, mm. and that doesn't fit in with Microsoft. Mm. They need some independence, and I think. Uh, a lot of the employees there were also getting a bit irked by the Microsoft sort of propeller heads cool. coming in with the nerd t-shirts on saying, oh, what about this? You know? um, so that's that's interesting uh, that they've kind of split out when it is essentially the world's most successful media profitable launch. $300 million, I think it was, in the first two weeks. Yeah, for so. any sort of media, whether that be movies or anything, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, just stunning, stunning. Um, so um, what was the competition again? Uh, win a t-shirt. Win a t-shirt with nerd written on it. Nice light grey, large large size, not huge Fantastic. but large. Looks cool. Looks very cool. Um, the question is, what is the pay? The more popular it gets, the more you pay website. And the clue is it's something like Anytime or Any Live or something like that. Mm-hmm. And send your entries to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. And Let we'd love to hear about anything else you want to yeah, tell us about. Anything else thing, If you think we're talking rubbish... Or uh, if it's uh, completely informed and useful stuff, either way. Let us know. And uh, apologies, <laughs> it's taken a bit of a while for this podcast, but we're yes, trying we're, to we're do it back, together. Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. So, goodbye from me, James. Yes, goodbye from Ian. Cheers now. <laughs> <laughs>